welcome to episode 142 of Nerds with Mics. Uh, I am Travis. And I'm Justin. And uh, for those of you that haven't joined us, uh, we're a podcast about video games, movies, TV shows, pop culture. Um, it's been a minute, Justin. I think I we just looked and it's been, what, five months? Five months. We did a, you know, we did, we were so strong when we came back and went real strong for a long time. And then we took another break. <laughs> yep. We just hit that busy period, man. There's the fatigue Such, of like the holidays. I, I know, know you get busy, then I get busy, then and, it's life. Uh, it is life, yeah. And, and uh, I, I know you're probably thinking like you guys are just talking about video games and movies, but like it's exhausting trying to have a conversation with you, man. Wow, just kidding. I'm wow, kidding. <laughs> I feel attacked. Uh, yeah, so yeah, no, it's fine. I get it. Uh, yeah, no, but life does happen, but we want to try to get back in the routine of this. We're going to try to stick to a weekly cadence, but if we feel like it's too much, we might switch to bi-weekly, but we would really like to stick with a weekly cadence. Or every five months. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, we're not really ready to return doing live video yet. I think we're going to focus on just being, being, uh, being consistent on turning out content, and then we'll just have some one-offs where we do some live episodes for some special events and stuff. Um, but without further ado, uh, today we're going to touch, touch on a lot of stuff. We're going to talk about, um, what's going on with Microsoft, uh, and Xbox. We're going to do a catch up on us, what's been going on with us. And then, uh, we're just going to talk about some, uh, I guess some recent events of things that have happened. I mean, obviously, I mean, it's no secret that the Super Bowl happened, so we don't really need to talk about that, but, uh, how about we, how about we just simply start by talking about what we've been up to? Um, and, uh, how about we just go over game? we'll go down games, TV shows, movies, but I'll let you get it kicked off with games. Cause you have a lot more in there than I do. Yeah. So I actually, um, I've played a lot of games, uh, since we last, uh, talked, well, talked on here. We've talked since, but, uh, yeah. so I got back into siege over the holidays and that hasn't stopped. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's my friends, Connor and JD. And then we met a guy from Canada that we've been playing with. We usually play Oi. a few times a week. <laughs> what? I said, oi, that's Australian, I think. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> oi. Uh, I like your advertisement on your TV back there. Oh, yeah, you like that? <laughs> looks good. Yeah, I like it's it. It's sweet, yeah. <laughs> you don't know what it is. It's blurred out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> We've been playing a lot of Siege, though. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, I also, um, when Final Fantasy VII Remake came out, I had some gripes with it. And then at the encouragement of my friends Connor and Greg, I jumped back into it. And because I never beat it, I jumped back into it beat it in a couple days and was hooked i'm currently playing through crisis core which if you don't know is kind of like a prequel to seven and then uh the rebirth demo seven rebirth demo came out and that was phenomenal uh seven rebirth comes out next week and i'm very excited to see where they're taking us uh so that is another thing i've been up to is just kind of uh wrapped around the whole final fantasy 7 storytelling that entire like story is something like it's like its own franchise basically, which is pretty cool. Um, skull and bones, uh, Ubisoft sent us a copy of skull and bones. You haven't played it yet, right? I have downloaded it, but I've not played it yet. Um, I did read IGN's review and, uh, I think they were pleasantly surprised. I'm going into it, um, uh, being open-minded. Uh, obviously this game has taken forever to come out, but if the, if the sailing hits anywhere close to what Black Flag does, I'll be at least happy about that, but I don't expect it to be, obviously, a follow-up to Black Flag. So. Yeah, so I will kind of give just a, if you don't care, I'll give just a quick uh, rundown of this game. So I had zero interest in Skull and Bones. Um, I played through an alpha or a beta that was, uh, I think it was just open or closed, whatever, uh, a few months ago, and I couldn't talk about it. It was under NDA, and I'm not going to talk about that specific experience, but I will just say I was not interested in the game. And then this past week before it launched, they did an open beta and I thought I'll download it. You know, I'll give it another shot. And I was like, kind of hooked. It was kind of fun. Um, and then they sent us a code and I've been playing it on and off a lot over the last week. But I mean, it is a game as a service. It is, um, it there's, there is on foot gameplay, but it's not like sea of thieves. Don't look at this game as like, I'm a pirate. Look at this game more as like I'm the I'm like the head pirate of a ship, but mainly the ship is my character, right? Okay. Uh, it has pretty deep mechanics as far as like crafting, gathering, uh, building. You are uh, upgrading your ships. There's like DPS ships, healing ships, tank ships. So it kind of really is like a pirate MMO. 
Um, you know, the, it does lack in some areas. I wish that, um, I wish that PVP was something there is some PVP, but it's like extremely limited to mission specific quests or, or, or rules. Uh, So I can't just say, Hey, I'm going to fight people now. I have to like be on a quest that specifies for PVP. Um, But the game overall, like it's, I I'm looking at open critic. It has a 60 IGN gave it a seven. If I were going to score it, I would score it closer to IGN seven. It's definitely not a six. Um, I mean, it's it's firmly in between the six to seven range, I, but I would lean towards seven. I think that that game, uh, I know people are saying, oh, you had 11 years, billion, trillion dollars to make it, whatever. Eh, whatever. I don't care how long it took, how much money it costs. It's just the game is what it is, and I think the game itself is decent. Um, do I recommend spending $70 on it? No, I don't. I would wait for a sale. It is Ubisoft, so it will go on sale probably sooner than later. Uh, but they're also doing an eight-hour free trial right now. So just download it. You have nothing to lose except for your time, and maybe you'll end up like me with the uh, open beta, and you might be into it. But uh, I would not recommend it for $70. I would recommend it for like $40. Uh, mm-hmm. Next on my list, another game as a service and a major disappointment is Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice <laughs> League. <laughs> oh, you man. were wanting to like this game really bad, too. So bad. Well, I mean, it's Rocksteady. Rocksteady made some of the best, if not the best, superhero uh, action games of our lifetime with the Arkham series. Um, and then when they announced this game, and originally it was like, okay, looks cool. And this was like, you know, five years ago or whatever. Yeah. Then like details started to, to drop. And I, mean, I remember when they showed off a trailer like last year and people were just like what what the heck is this like why are the numbers popping up when i shoot bad guys and why is there colored loot and you know there's a battle pass what the heck so like this clearly isn't the rock study that we're used to um i have been playing it shout out gamefly <laughs> not a sponsor just a free trial user um but um i did get it on gamefly and i did play it and it's just like not good I 100% would not recommend this game at $70. I don't even think I'd recommend it at 40. Oh, wow. I think when this game hits like the $20 range or even better yet, the free on Game Pass or free on PlayStation Plus range, that is when I think it's going to thrive. I know that they have different villains coming through each season, like Joker season one. I think it's been rumored that Mr. Freeze is season two that you'll get to play as. Once they add these new characters, it could change. And there's also rumors that season three will take us back to Gotham and spoiler alert, let you play as some of the justice league. That's all rumors. If those rumors come to fruition, I might change my tune, but at the moment, eh. um, potential game of the year nominee for me right here is like a dragon, infinite wealth. I've heard a lot of good things about that game. Yeah. I've been playing that one. That's what I'm actually going to buy for us. Eventually I did that through Gamefly. I'm going to buy that one. Um, yeah. So I haven't beat it. The game is massive. I'd never played a Yakuza game before. Um, I heard this game. one is a silly one. Oh, well, I hear they're all silly, but this one's turn-based, right? It is. It's absolutely bonkers, but it's got some of the satisfying combat, even though it's turn-based. And yeah, it's just super captivating. So uh, I don't really know what I've been getting into. Like, I know nothing about like the lore, the background. I might actually go back and try to play a couple or maybe just watch like a three-hour YouTube video. I think they have a video. few of them on Game Pass, I think uh i know like like a dragon's on there for sure okay i have that one on playstation because it was a playstation game okay gotcha um but yeah i i it's like both charming and violent and just like it's like the paddington 2 of like crime syndicate (laughs) games i uh super charming uh one of my friends christian uh has played all those games and uh he said that within that game it has its own like animal crossing type game inside of it and he I said like, got that far he said I've he played it for like hours and hours and then finally came out of that mode and was like forgot what game he was actually in yeah it's <laughs> absolutely nuts but i i love it and i think i recommend it <laughs> um i'm gonna skip ahead down my list real quick since i'm kind of touching on reviews real quick uh no, hell divers 2 yeah um it just came out to sony and pc exclusive uh i think so i can't wait to play it i downloaded it dude it's so much fun um the guy who voices spider-man yuri lowenthal he's the voice of one of the guys and he's he's actually the guy i have for my character um it's just really funny to hear him like scream out in battle um but it's another game as a service but it's like not scummy um it does have like a battle pass but the battle passes never expire you can also earn credits to buy the battle pass in game just by playing. So, I mean, 
as far as like scummy games as services go, this is not scummy. It's like super like consumer friendly. They do have the option for them to make some money if you so choose to do that, but you can also get the battle pass for free. Um, so yeah, and that, like I said, they never expire. You can get the battle pass now, and in like a year when like the next one or next few are out, you still have that first one. Um, cool. my notes just went away. Give me one second because my there we go, they're back. <laughs> um, <laughs> um but yeah, Helldivers 2 must buy. It's $40 too. Like uh, just a super awesome like setup with that game. There's no single player campaign. It's just multiplayer chaos. Uh, and then I've been replaying games. I mentioned Siege before. I've been replaying Sea of Thieves, um, which has been great. Uh, Ready or Not, it's like a tactical SWAT shooter on PC. It's the only game to date that's made my computer sweat. Um, it looks amazing. And um it's just really fun at one point it was like dubbed like the school shooting simulator because like you're you're going into like you know hostage situations and people oh. are, there's victims and stuff but like the game is like really intense it's really great and then lethal company on uh pc if you haven't played that it's a good time it's 10 bucks <coughs> excuse me the graphics suck that's intentional but um it's just a great co-op like fun game it's it's one of the best times you'll ever have do you have lethal company Mm-mm. i'll take you up with that one that's a good one man Oh, is it? I'll have to check it out. You said it's only 10 bucks? 10 bucks, and it's the most fun you'll have. Yeah. Well, not the most fun, but it's a lot of fun. Okay. Well, I'll have to check that out. I'm not opposed to that. Um, Anything else on your list? On the gaming front? No, that's it. And I took up a lot of time going over that. No, that's fine. We're, we're, no, <laughs> we're playing We're playing catch-up, so you're that's fine. Right. And look at this nice little video in the background of people. It's, God, this is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways uh my list is relatively short so um i have uh, dove back into final fantasy 14 i'm trying to get through uh Endwalker is where i'm at now nice um so i'm getting through the last expansion before dawn trail comes out i think is the name this of summer it, right? yeah uh so I'm, i just hit 80 i think i'm 81 and a half right now so i am uh moving along enjoying the new class that i'm playing uh so back in that life and then I because Which I was class moving. You said, "Oh, um, uh, mechanist." Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm kind of like a gunslinger slash like yeah, it's pretty cool. Like Squall, uh, I think from uh, I think that's right, Squall from uh, eight. Yeah, but um, uh, and also because I was moving, I knew I wasn't gonna have access to my consoles for a while. So uh, on my Legion Go, my little PC handheld, I had uh, decided to finally. Because I've I've attempted to try to play Mass Effect at least five or six times and just couldn't get into it. And I think because I was starting with the first one, and first one obviously is dated and the the gameplay mechanics isn't great, but I stuck with it and I actually finished all three games. I uh, just finished it like last week, um, so I finished one, two, and three. Uh, the, I uh, was pretty pleased with the ending I got. Um, I did pretty much a. Uh, a good all the way through, uh, you know, I, it's Renegade and what's the other one? Paragon. Yeah. Yeah. So I was pretty much Paragon all the way through. Um, I didn't lose any major. Um, I didn't lose any uh, crew members that uh, any major crew members, unless I was forced to choose between them. Uh, so that was cool. Um, man, I tried to go in and play a drama right after. And I knew that it like, I knew that it didn't have really, I mean, it was in the same universe, but 600 and some odd years after the events of Mass Effect 3, but just coming off the high of those three games and going and playing Andromeda, I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> I was like, I can't do it. Um, so, uh, so finished those games and I was looking for a new game to start playing. Um, so I started uh, Death Stranding, which I never really understood why people called it a walking simulator until I played it. And now it totally makes sense now. <laughs> because <laughs> it how far have you got in the game oh i'm not very far i'm maybe okay. i'm maybe three no i'm probably i'm probably four or five hours in but not okay super far traversal gets easier you you unlock stuff yeah i've me. seen a i've seen like the trucks obviously and then i've seen yeah. obviously you start with the motorcycle but you wipe out right in the beginning so you'll get it back and you'll like build bridges and stuff yeah, so um, so it, it seems pretty cool. I was hoping that it wasn't going to be a super long game, but the more I'm in, I'm like, this seems like it's going to have some length to it. Oh, yeah, it's I, like 50, I think. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, but it's been good so far. Uh, I We also got, I 
think we got uh, we got this sent for a review, didn't we? Uh, Banished uh, Ghost of New Eden. Yep. Um, I've actually been seeing this game pop up on a bunch of lists as kind of like a sleeper, like a sleeper hit game. Like a lot of people really liking it. So I downloaded it uh, last night and I've been playing a little bit of it today. It's pretty good. Um, it kind of has like a, um, a Secreto or, um, you know, kind of like that. It's a faster paced Souls game essentially is kind of how it feels, but it's like, it's a, I think a husband and wife, but one of them can see the dead and the other can't. And like, I, it's a whole, it's a whole thing, but it seems pretty cool so far. Um, so I've really, I've been enjoying it. Uh, outside of that on the games front, uh, that's really all I've played over the past <laughs> five months, unfortunately. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know if I can't remember if Spider-Man two was out, uh, when last time we recorded. Or not, I think but... that came out like while we were gone. Oh, okay. Well, maybe uh, not. I don't yeah. know. I mean, obviously I beat Spider-Man 2, uh, which I'm not sure when DLC is dropping for that. Uh, in March. Uh, New Game Plus is in March. We didn't okay. talk about it. We talked about um, Starfield and stuff, but we didn't talk about Spider-Man. It was yeah. on our, oh yeah. my gosh, we've been gone for so long. I know, and Starfield was a real letdown. We can talk about the GTA trailer. Oh, we missed so much. I know. Where were we? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. What a bunch what of happened? losers. We, are. I know. we suck. We suck. Are you excited for, speaking of which, are you excited for Grand, uh, Grand Theft Auto? Oh, heck yeah, dude. <laughs> 2015 is going to be nuts. We're going to get GTA, we're going to get Death Stranding 2, and there was another game. Did you say 2015? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be wild, my guy. Uh, 2025. Isn't Sorry. that when the first game came out, or like the last GTA? <laughs> 2013. Oh, um, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, let me see here. That's will, so funny. We'll probably get um we'll probably get Fable in 2025. Listen, if um, they don't have a if they don't have a Dexter, if they don't have a Dex Dexter Easter egg in GTA, I'm gonna be real upset. So you said Dexter? Yeah, because oh it, Miami, yeah. that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna get GTA six, Death Stranding two, Fable most likely, potentially a switch to um which that was delayed i think that's yeah i think that's supposed to be q1 2025 yeah all in 2025 yeah this is monster yeah. hunter wilds which I, i'm not a huge monster hunter fan but that game looks crazy good i know we um, need to have maybe for our next episode we talk about our most anticipated games of this year yeah yeah i'll, I'll i won't i won't jump ahead here because yeah we have there's enough to talk about for a whole episode in regards to what's coming yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about uh, let's talk about TV shows, and I'll go ahead and kick this off since I yeah. didn't have much on the games front. So I don't know if you've watched it yet or not, but have you watched the new Mister and Mrs. Smith? No, I want to though. It's good, but it is it is stressful. Um, it's it's good. Donald Glover, I feel like, can do no wrong. He is no. so talented. Um, but that show is kind of it's it's kind of different, right? Like it has like this whole comedy aspect to it, and it's like you could tell that they're almost learning to be spies together, but like, mm -hmm. it seems like where you're genuinely just like watching two people, like find out about each other or like learn about each other in real time. And it seems like the conversations that they have are genuine. It's just, it's a really good show. I like it so far. I think I'm, I'm six episodes in, I think, uh, but it is kind of stressful. I'm not going to lie. Um, what like, else did they drop all the episodes at once? Or is it like a weekly thing? No, they dropped them all at once. Okay. It's on it has an eighty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's good. You should check it out. It's good. It's yeah, it's just yeah. a little stressful. The first few episodes are stressful. Um, okay. It's also kind of has this mystery of like what's going on and the, the, like who they get their orders from and stuff. It's just it's just really cool. Uh, sure. And then also uh, watched uh, now what was week to week was Monarch Legacy of Monsters. I watched that. That was good. Um, what's also that? Watched, that is on Apple TV. Okay, I haven't heard of that one. Yeah, so that is actually um it's actually in the Godzilla universe. So it's like it it's a flashback to it what's well, flashback and also present time to basically talk about how Monarch became Monarch and it also ties into the ter the current uh Godzilla um universe like with Kong and uh like you know Godzilla. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and then also watch For All Mankind season four, I think, is the most recent one. So I watched that as well. And it's no secret. And I don't want to steal your thunder. But I also watched uh, <laughs> The Office uh, season seven super fan episodes, which was fantastic. Uh, 
I'm I, I've been waiting for them to get up to seven just because you know, spoiler alert for those of us see the office. Uh, season seven's the season that Michael uh, leaves in, and I was kind of curious of what what those episodes kind of held, but there, there's some good stuff in there uh, for sure. Um, but also made me all sad all over again because every time Michael leaves, I just get sad. So yeah, but what we about just you? Watched- well, we, we watched uh, right before I got on here. We watched the episode right after where D'Angelo has like his inner circle. And I remember hating D'Angelo. And like, I felt like the D'Angelo episode. First of all, I felt like he stuck around longer, longer? after Michael. Yeah, left. so did I. But he does. It's one episode. And honestly, that one episode was hilarious. At least the extended cut was. Maybe. Especially the like, Dundies part. I thought was funny. Yeah. Um, but this particular episode after Michael leaves is a pretty strong episode. The super fan version, anyway. Yeah. I can't remember the non super fan version, but it was pretty good. Um, and uh, the juggling routine, man, every time the freaking juggling routine kills me. Have you ever so, seen that? You ever seen the video where somebody goes back and CGI's they balls? Add in? the balls in, yeah, <laughs> and then they hit them off Phyllis's face. Do you trust and, me, Phyllis? <laughs> and I tell you, the Evanescence playing in the background really oh, it's makes perfect. it <laughs> it's amazing. Um, we started, so we've been watching that. We also started rewatching Brooklyn Nine Nine after Andre Brower passed away. Which rest in peace, Captain Holt. Um, have you watched that show? I haven't. I have not. That's no. a good one, man. That's a show that, like, I'll be honest, it starts kind of like, uh, am I gonna like this? And it turns into like one of the best like comedies of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's by uh, Dan Gore, but also Michael Schur, who is the guy who helped. He's Moe's on The Office. He yeah. did The Good Place. He did Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's and he crazy co-created. to think Moe's has done some crazy stuff. When he plays that character that he plays yeah. in The Office, you're just like, this guy? Really? I highly recommend watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You may not like the first, like, dozen episodes. They are 24-episode seasons. But, like, man, that show, like, that show constantly, like, tests itself. Like, it, it, I feel like each season ends on a cliffhanger, too, in, like, a good way um but i do recommend that um we've also watched uh, fargo season five you didn't catch that one did you not yet i plan to though Man. it doesn't have that kind of like like season one had like a very special appeal with billy bob thornton it doesn't have that but it does have probably their scariest villain just because he's like a real life guy like he's someone who exists in numbers you know oh yeah so, <clears throat> yeah, so it's 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 pretty good. And then um The Traders, which is a reality show, believe it or not. Um no, 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 hold up. Hold up. Don't 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 you dare scoff. Okay, let me let me explain it. Um have you heard of it? No. Okay. So you know how I've I talk seen, about I've seen the advertisement. Is it on Peacock? It is on Peacock. Yeah. Um so basically I love social deduction games like Town of Salem Among Us, you know, Mafia, all that stuff, right? Yeah. Basically it's the reality show version of that where they have X amount of people in this castle, three of them are marked as traitors. And at night they have to kill somebody. And during the next day, the people have to determine who the killers are. So it's like a mystery show with reality stars. So they all, they've almost taken like knobs out or glass onion and made it like, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. And it's, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, Although the traitors are kind of lame this season, they're probably going to lose, but uh it, How uh, many it's seasons just a, are there? This is just the second season. It's oh, like one of Peacock's most watched shows, though, which it probably isn't saying a lot. But interesting, I'd say it's like The Office and The Traders. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, it's good. I, I do recommend it. Um, you don't have to like reality shows to like it. It's just like a, it's just like yeah, like you said, watching a mystery. Except you kind of, I've seen people say online that they wish that they would do a season or like an edit or like you don't know who the traders are because you know right away. But it would yeah. be cool if there was like a cut that they would do where like you don't know and you have to guess. I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. I mean, I'll have to check it out then. I do like mysteries. One thing I forgot to mention uh, is one of the reasons that I haven't been playing a lot of video games uh, is because I've been actually playing more board games. Um, I've been getting into board games lately. And uh, there's this game called um, Chronicles of Crime. And it is basically, I had to look back. Yeah, I had to look back and see what the name of the game was because I, I always call it something different every time. Um, but essentially, like it, it comes, you get a um, you get a ca- case to solve, and then it's very interactive because you kind of build your own case and you actually interview people. You scan 
you scan QR codes on each card to build evidence, find evidence, and also interview people. And then at That's the cool. end, and at the end, you basically have to say, okay, these are all my findings, and this is who I think done it, and this is the reason they done it. And like you either did it or you didn't. Um, but it's pretty neat and they have nice. different environments and stuff. So that's one of the reasons that uh, you, you saying uh, talking about uh, the trader, uh, the traders made me think of that, but yeah, I've been playing a lot of more board games here lately. So that's one of the reasons that Chronicles of crime. Yes. How many players can play that? Uh, I think it's at least like four to six, maybe. Okay. But you all work together. It's cooperative. It's, so it'd be great for you and Kayla. If she likes crime stuff. Yeah, I'm looking at um, right now. Yeah, but they have some expansions. But the first one I think has eight different scenarios. Uh, but then they have different time periods, so they have different expansions. But there's one if you get all the expansions. There's one scenario where you're essentially a time cop and you travel through all the different periods chasing a killer. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, That's awesome. So, yeah, so it's 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 really neat because like you use your phone to scan the QR codes, but when you actually go to the crime scene. You put the um, well, technically, if you have something to put your phone in, you can use VR goggles, but I don't do that. Uh, but you can use like an iPad or a phone, and it's all augmented reality. So you're actually standing at the crime scene looking for stuff. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I yeah, to pick that up. I've got it pulled up here. Yeah, it's really fun. I like it a lot. And in the in the learning curve, it, it, it's very easy because one of the scenarios is like a tutorial. So it basically, the tutorial teaches you how to play the game, which is pretty cool. Nice. So, but anyway, sorry. Uh, so, what about movies for you? Oh, do you have anything from? Oh, yeah, you got stuff for movies. What have you been oh, watching? Yeah. What have I been watching? Yeah. Well, I've been watching some of the three biggest Oscar nominees ever. I've seen one of these, but I need to watch the other two. So yeah. So uh, my wife and I, we just decided because we don't watch a lot of movies at home, uh, but we just decided we're just gonna knock out a couple Oscar nominated movies. So we watched Oppenheimer, and. Uh, right away this is a topic i'm very interested in uh i wrote a college paper on it i i You're love very this. much a history person i am yes yeah. so, like this is a, a topic that's very interesting for me and uh the movie was phenomenal the performances were amazing and robert downey jr like his performance in this movie like I, i'm not saying like his iron man performance was bad but like he's no longer iron man for me yeah, he's yeah. now Louis Strauss. so <laughs> um he was absolutely phenomenal in that movie it might be one of the greatest acting performances i've ever seen um <clears throat> my boy ludwig Göransson did the score uh for this movie i believe is that right i think it wasn't so, Hans yeah. zimmer i think it was ludwig yeah uh, Göransson, who collaborates with donald glover Charles yeah I, I tell you if he doesn't win best supporting actor it's crime yeah yeah absolutely so that movie was phenomenal and i walked away from that movie thinking this might be the best movie of the year and then i watched close the flower moon <laughs> once again amazing story great performances and i thought you know this might be the greatest movie. who was the, the best performance in that movie i haven't seen that's the one i have I, i've watched oppenheimer but i haven't seen the other two so just so that one me. no one in that movie holds a candle to downey jr he's still the best performance but and honestly i'd still give it to killian murphy for actor i think but um probably i mean dicaprio is really good so i will actually say something and this he's not nominated but you can say robert isbel oh, okay. who is a uh he's a musician uh, i actually saw him uh a year ago um one of the greatest songwriters we have right now but he plays a part in this movie and when i i knew he was going to be in it and i thought oh it's probably just like a quick scene no he has like a pretty chunky part in this movie oh okay. uh, yeah i was really surprised and he's really good in it so um he uh he was excellent in this movie but he's not nominated but i mean dicaprio did great uh de niro did great um i think those are the only two guys nominated out oh oh yeah lily gladstone geez her she was phenomenal in this movie she's the main um, female lead right she is i don't know if she's up for lead actress or supporting actress but whatever she's up for she'll probably win because she was really really good and then um we watched the holdovers which um another just great movie i remember when this trailer came out and it had like this whole like 70s vibe even to the trailer like the way it was cut and the way it was presented um and i remember i think it kind of like turned my wife off a little bit from it but then we sat down and watched it and it was just uh, incredible and i know that the director doesn't want it to be classified as like a christmas movie but it 100 like should be viewed during the holidays um i feel like it's, i feel like it is like a a good movie just to sit down like with the fireplace and watch at christmas time even though it's not like a christmas movie it just feels like a winter movie which it is oh, gotcha. yeah 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 um it takes place during christmas break at the school but um paul giamatti 
crushed his role in this movie and like i think he won the golden globe but like that's the problem with the golden globes and the oscars is they have them separated by uh comedy and drama at the globe level and at the oscars they're all combined so it really could go any way either way but i, I still think killian murphy has a lockdown okay yeah i liked oppenheimer but it's one of those type of movies like oppenheimer is one of those movies that like i don't know if i'll ever go back and watch again i definitely will <laughs> i kind of want to right now it's just so heavy that it's just yeah. like you know I, I just don't i just don't know if i want to watch it again to be Dude, honest. i have a book on my shelf right now called children of the atomic bomb <laughs> i'm gonna get real <laughs> there are photographs in that book i should show you they're terrible oh no oh it's it's intense it's like the most intense thing like when it comes to like that the movie didn't even scratch the surface what do you think about the guy that played einstein though incredible i loved how small his role was but like he is yeah. kind of the one who set all this in motion because he wrote a letter to fdr to say hey bud uh you better get moving <laughs> yeah yeah that's wild um yeah. so for me movie wise um i've i saw oppenheimer as well <laughs> night before last i actually just watched uh aquaman dose you and, told me uh, about this you said it was really good no 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 i it was not great. I could see Terry loving that movie though. <laughs> That's a love that. on Terry. Come I, on. I mean, he always seems to find the silver lining in DC movies. I don't know how, but he does. He does. Um, but uh, also, a, a, a movie that I did not expect to watch is anyone. Oh, anyone but you. I definitely wrote anyone by you. Uh, anyone <laughs> by you? Yeah, anyone but you, which is the one that's got. The guy from Top Gun and the girl from Euphoria, Euphoria, and also the new Madam Web movie as well. Oscar, another Oscar movie. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> he was in the rainforest <laughs> with my mom when she was studying spiders. Oh my gosh, bro! <laughs> that that movie. That's Mar. I think that's Marvel's lowest. Uh, and keep in mind, it's obviously Sony Marvel, yeah. right? Like it's not, but still, it's not Kevin. Feige? Feige, yeah. 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 So um outside of that, I think that's all the movies that I watched. Uh, you know, I try to think about the last movies I, I think Mean Girls was was the last movie I saw uh in theaters. <laughs> but okay. uh yeah, no, I'm dead. I haven't been to oh no, I haven't been to theaters in a while, man. I couldn't tell you the last movie I saw in theaters, but before yeah. that it was Oppenheimer. I went and saw Oppenheimer in IMAX. Yeah, I watched that one at home. Um Man, that was the last movie I saw. You missed out not seeing it in IMAX, I'll tell you. I mean, I I 100% agree with that, probably. Well, somebody Um, says they're such a diehard fan. I'm surprised you didn't. Diehard fan? You mean Oppenheimer? No, you know what I mean. Diehard (laughs) fan of the whole Oppenheimer project. um, I mean, I'm not like a fan. I really love your work, Dr. Oppenheimer. (laughs) I just, I like studying that that time period. Um, Yeah. uh, Yeah. I'm more of a Titanic person myself. (laughs) When it becomes tragedies, I'm really into this. Um, yeah. So uh, Gary Oldman played Truman in that movie. I thought that was a nice surprise. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Kind of rude to Oppenheimer, too. Do you remember? Uh, get that yeah, crap baby out of here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wonder how much of that is is factual. Like, <laughs> they called him a crybaby. Um, all right. Uh, let's shift gears. Okay. Because let's... we have talked about what we've been up to for the last 30 minutes. We really have. <laughs> we have. So let's talk about what our friends at Xbox have been up to. Yeah. Uh, we were going to, so we were actually, funny story, we we're actually going to record last week. Um, and we were going to record our predictions of what we thought the business update was going to be about. But then they announced that, hey, our business update's on the 15th. So I thought, well, let's just wait. And we'll just talk about next week. Cause, and you almost you know, got two episodes at this yeah. point. You almost got two episodes, but I said, doesn't make sense. Let's not do it. That's on no. me. <laughs> I feel like that was a group decision. It was. It was a group decision. But um, so do you want to run us through like how the rumors started and then we'll get into like what actually was confirmed? Sure. Yeah. So um, leading up. So first of all, I don't know if Xbox fired their PR person, but. This was the messiest like They've thing that's always ever been happened. Bad at communications recently. I don't they, know what they are. Even back to the Xbox One when it's like there's gonna be CD keys and you can't trade your games in and blah blah blah. You remember all that? They've just yeah. sucked at like messaging for a really long time. Okay, so rumors started to swirl uh, a couple weeks ago that Hi-Fi Rush was gonna come to PlayStation. 
Um, there was like some DLC for the game that had like PlayStation and Switch logos on it. And then like the rumors just picked up and just snowballed out of control. See if these is coming. Starfield's coming. Indiana Jones is coming. Gears of War. Halo. Everything's coming to PlayStation. So it got really out of hand. Um, then it started. The rumors started that Microsoft was going to leave the hardware space entirely. Rumors started that they were going to make maybe a handheld console instead or focus on that. It was rumored that the team over designing the Xbox was completely let go and the Microsoft Surface team was going to take over, which kind of helped fuel those handheld rumors. Um, also rumors that uh, Game Pass was going to ditch day one releases. And then in, in all of this chaos, Xbox just says, you know what, guys, we're going to have an Xbox business update sometime in the future. They didn't give us a date, format, anything. So they're just they're just like soon you'll hear so of course the internet's just still on fire like yep. what's happening what's happening what's happening um and then then they announced that the business update was going to be in the form of a podcast on the 15th which like why <laughs> like i mean we do a podcast but like this is like a major business what we thought was gonna be like a major business podcast yeah. or update uh <laughs> and then like it ended up almost kind of being nothing yeah you yeah. want to you want to run down here with a what they said like yeah actual facts yeah yeah we'll, t- we'll talk about facts and then once we get through like what actually was announced actually by each one we'll just kind of take a break and like talk about like what our thoughts are if we think it's good if we think it's bad so uh the sure. first thing uh is during the business update uh they had confirmed that xbox will be going multi-platform however they were very kind of like they weren't super detailed about it uh they didn't even announce games did they uh no they didn't even announce the games they said that it will be four games but they didn't say what those games were and that those individual uh teams and companies would be making an announcement soon and he didn't want to like steal the thunder so to speak so he was just gonna let um but with that being said a total of four xbox exclusive games will be heading to playstation switch and what these games are rumored to be is hi-fi rush which has been out over a year already sea of thieves which is a live service game has been out for what now six no it's not been out six years yeah, for yet. a long time man it's been out for a while like um, five or six years i would say and then another is in grounded is another live service game right um, it's like a survival game I yeah. don't know if there's like live service elements or not. Oh, not okay. And sure. then uh and then Pentiment, right? Uh that's a good I, game. Which I've not played. Awesome. Um, you would love it, I think. What is it? What kind of game is it? It's like a side scrolling kind of like RPG st- like story RPG from oh. I believe Obsidian made it. Okay. I'll have yeah. to check that out. It's Gosh. fun. Yeah. Um so, yeah, so I don't think any of these games are surprised. They've been out for a while, right? Uh, I think Sea of Thieves would have a lot to gain from, and especially like if you're going to two new two new consoles, like that's a lot more audience you can pick up that doesn't maybe own a PC or console. That would help boost the uh, the player base in that game. Um, the so the next thing I announced was future updates to Game Pass, which I was surprised that there's 34 million subscribers to that's Game a lot. Pass. That is a lot. Um, one thing that they did announce was that Game Pass is um, is going to release uh, the first major Activision Blizzard games uh, since after the merger, and that's going to be Diablo 4, uh, which will be dropping on the 28th. Um, I'm sure a lot of people that haven't played this game will be excited to get their hands on it. I've already played it, so I'm not like super concerned about it or excited about it. What about you? <laughs> um so it is kind of funny that this is their first major game because if you recall during the holidays um the xbox series x dropped to 350 dollars for a while and it yeah. was the diablo 4 bundle so if you picked up an xbox series x during the holidays chances are you have diablo 4 already <laughs> yeah um, yeah also a live service game so they have more to gain by having people buy into battle passes and dlc and all this stuff i'm right. honestly surprised though that they haven't started rolling um I mean, they would essentially probably like lose a lot of money this way, but I'm surprised they haven't taken Game Pass subscribers and included World of Warcraft subscription in the into that. That is an interesting idea. Yeah, I didn't even think. Well, I think they would have to be able. I think they would have to bring up the Xbox before they would do that. Honestly, maybe. I mean, I could see them because, like, right now we all know that MMO numbers are dwindling across yeah. the board. I believe, um, and the only one that I, I feel like probably not in Final Fantasy. Yeah, Final Fantasy, I feel like it's probably at an all-time high. That community high is that community is unreal. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, I remember at one point, like WoW had like the most ever, like 11 million 
let's say 34. I mean, I don't know how many of these 34 million are PC only users. I know I am. Um, so I don't know if like you were on PC Game Pass and you're like, oh wow, I get I get it included with this. I get the game and the subscription. Like, yeah, that that might tempt a few people to jump in. Yeah, or if like it's or if they keep it exclusive to the um, Game Pass Ultimate, which also mm-hmm. gives you the PC games as well. Maybe yeah. that would be what it takes. That way, it would maybe make the tiered system um, a little bit more enticing for the people that are playing WoW. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that was confirmed is he straight up said he did not confirm that Starfield and Indiana Jones was going to be coming to PS5. I think he. Uh, during that, uh, he said um, he's essentially gone on record to say that there's no promises of bringing uh, more than the four previously mentioned games to the console. This could be just something that maybe right now they're just testing the waters to see how it goes, to see if they see a big increase from it. Um, what's your thoughts on? Because I know that there's there's really there's really kind of two people that are like two different types of people that are ex- like. You're either excited about being able to get these game uh, Xbox games on your PlayStation, or if you're an Xbox fan, you know I think some people are getting a little salty that they're not exclusives. What's your thoughts? I mean, I think uh, so. I have a gaming PC, so I, I I can play any of these games right now, right? Yeah. But let's face it, I think I'm kind of in the minority here. I think the majority of the people have, you know, PlayStation Five. Or, or an Xbox or a PC. Right. They probably don't have both. Or, or I'd say the numbers are lower, right? Yeah. So the ability for someone with a PS5 or Switch, even I'm kind of leaving the Switch out, but the people with the PS5 to be able to play these games. And, you know, I know whatever, the, the one game I've been wanting forever is Sea of Thieves on PS5, which I knew up until this past few weeks, I was like, that'll never happen. I won't even like say this out loud. So like, I don't know. I feel like that's going to help that community. I feel like it's going to help the PS5 community. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just I feel like it's gonna you're gonna see. I, I'm I'm mainly single out Sea of Thieves because like if the Hi-Fi Rush or Pentiment communities grow, it's not really a big deal because those aren't social games. Um, Sea of Thieves and Grounded though they are, so I don't know. I, I feel like you're gonna see new life injected into these games, and I think it's gonna help across the board. Yeah, I went to you in that camp. I think that um, for me, I feel like especially live service games, if they've had a dwindling player base, it's only going to help that, right? Like, I don't think you're going to have a bunch of people that are Sony fanboys come out and say, oh, I'm boycotting these these Xbox games coming to PlayStation. Like, it might be some of those games that they've been wanting to play for game uh, with their friends for a while, but couldn't because they're the only ones with a PlayStation. You know what I mean? Um, I think also what could be happening is maybe they're throwing them a couple of games to maybe sell in the value of, like, the things that they have on their platform, because we we all know that like, I think Phil Spencer would love nothing more than to be able to get game pass onto PlayStation probably. (laughs) Um, And while that's probably not going to happen anytime soon, if at all, uh, I think maybe getting a couple games over their way to see how the fans respond to it, you know, might open up Sony to be more open-minded to something similar to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the fact that like, but the fact that like, you know, I think consoles in general, like there's not a whole lot of margin in consoles, right? They don't make a lot of money. They lose money when they sell consoles, so they have to make it up via games and services and stuff like that. And I know that I read that Sony is actually down um, because they're going to miss. I think they were they were projected to sell 15 million PlayStations this year, but they're only going to sell 11. So like their stock is actually down. Nintendo's is down because they're delaying the... Um, they're delaying the Switch 2 supposedly till Q125. But like I think if Sony wants to sell more PlayStations, like I think Game Pass could help that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if if as weird as it is to say, but if you have a if you have somebody that can only afford to buy one console and they're like, well, all my friends are all my friends are on, you know, Xbox, you know, if if they knew that they had the option to get Game Pass and get a bulk of their games and play with their friends still, you know, that could be the difference between them buying a PlayStation or an Xbox. So I think Sony would be wise to, to not keep so, uh, so much stuff close to the vest, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I don't, I don't see game pass. I could see game pass going to the switch. I just don't see it going on PlayStation. I think there's too I much see cloud animosity server. there. I see maybe cloud streaming coming, especially to the yeah. switch where it's not, where it's an underpowered console. I think if you could turn it into something X cloud related. Oh I yeah. I think that would be a pretty good, pretty good thing. 
Yeah. Um, but you know, I'm hoping that this switch too is actually, uh, something that's going to be worthwhile, but we'll see, I guess. <sighs> That'd be nice. <laughs> um, now, uh, the last, uh, well, uh, so the fourth thing was, um, they denied, um, they obviously denied rumors that Xbox was stepping out of the hardware business. I know that's something you had mentioned. Yeah. And I honestly thought, well, maybe they are, maybe they're just gonna, maybe, you know, they're going to just strictly be more of a software you know, company when it, in in regards of just games, um, but they actually lean the opposite direction. Um, apparently, um, and I don't even know if they said this in in the actual um, if they said this during the presentation, but apparently they're set to release new hardware sometime in Q4, which seems pretty aggressive. Now, this could just be this could just be like a, a an upgrade to their current model, maybe like a pro model or something like that. I'm not sure. I think this is uh, just a refresh. I, he did mention though a, a major. Like they've already like yeah. the next Xbox will be and a few years on the road, but it'll be huge. Yeah, and supposedly it'll be the biggest technological leap over the current generation of Xbox consoles. Um, additionally, rumors are floating around that they might be doing a Xbox handheld gaming device similar to like a Rogue Ally, a Legion Go. I think if they were smart, Xbox would just work on a version of Windows for those devices and not do it oh, yeah. handheld themselves. Like that would be that would be super ideal because. They even kind of admitted, like, we know that we're part of the problem in regards of how those things perform. Mm -hmm. um, so I think if Xbox was smart, maybe they could even have just like a, an OS specifically for Windows handhelds. I think that yeah. would be really cool. And I am also surprised that nobody has figured out. I, I would, I'm surprised that there hasn't been a console that's partnered with Steam yet. You know what I mean? To be more of like a Steam box or something like yeah. that. But I mean, you know. But that might be more Steam than anybody else. You know what I mean? It could be, yeah. I know a lot of the Steam stuff, though, like they, I I could be wrong, but I think a lot of like the streaming on Steam is like you streaming it to like your phone from your PC, not you're streaming it from the cloud. Right. So correct. it still requires like a host. Yeah, know, but I'm saying like, if I if I could have a Steam, if my Xbox, and there may be a Steam Link uh, game on the Xbox, but like oh, yeah. you can get the Steam, Steam Link app pretty much on anything. I just not oh, sure yeah. if it's available on console. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, and then uh, the last thing was uh, they revealed no plans of Game Pass releasing uh, on non-Xbox hardware, which is what we were alluding to earlier. Um, what a name. Matt Booty, good old Matt Booty, um, has also mentioned that there are no plans at the moment to expand the availability of Game Pass uh, to newer platforms. So yeah. I guess that answers that question that we spent so long talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, uh, but yeah, so what's your thoughts on kind of like some of the things that they had talked about? I feel like that could have been an email or a press release. They didn't or, need to like do this or a little three minute tease. video of Phil just like talking to the camera saying, hey, the, the day this all started, not uh, we're going to do a business update in the near future. And then yeah. like, it's going to be a podcast in a week. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing was just kind of like mismanaged from the get go as far as like, I don't know, the, the handling of this was was. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely agree. Um, I just, I hope they get better at their communications. I hope they become more transparent in regards of just like their intentions, you know? Um, but I guess we can only wait and see. I, I am excited for the possibility of their games going to other platforms. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited, not necessarily for the games that are coming now, but what this might do going forward, I guess, is is what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it's only I, a good thing. I mean, I think exclusives are not good. Um, yeah, I mean, I get timed exclusives like I get that, but like it's only good for the developers, you know, and the people making these games, even if they're not made specifically by Microsoft and they're just by some other studios that are underneath them or that they own like it's only good for them. And yeah. it's it's good for the I think it's good for the consumer, and because the thing is, is those people that buy an Xbox and are diehard Xbox fans, or the same thing for PlayStation, the fact that you want to waste the time and the energy to get mad that a game that you felt like you could only play on your console is now available for somebody else to play, like why get mad over that? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like unless they plan on taking it away from you or something that's really going to impact you. I don't know necessarily if it's worth the energy of getting upset that now a PlayStation person can buy or can, can play the game that you've already played like a year ago. You know what I, I mean? I, so I will say something funny and this, I think is hilarious. So I I'm pretty, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a lurker 
on the PS5 subreddit, right? And the general sentiment at all times is that PlayStation's better, Xbox is worse. It's not like full out, you know, warring, but it's like, you know, oh, Starfield sucks. Starfield wasn't good, blah, 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 right? Uh, I've played Starfield. I like Starfield. I'm a PlayStation guy, right? Yeah, I think Starfield's a good game. But the general like thing is, oh, Starfield sucks. Starfield sucks, right? When these rumors started, that PlayStation subreddit was basically the Xbox subreddit. They were like, Starfield's coming? Oh, my God. We're getting Starfield. We're getting Indiana Jones. We're getting this. We're getting that. And then they were like so pumped. And then it was like, oh, you're not getting Starfield. Well, Starfield sucks. We didn't want it. (laughs) I'm like, okay. Sure you didn't, bud. Like, you'd be a fool to not want more games. All I'm saying is Star Fox. Or not Star Fox. Star Fox. um, no, um, Starfield with the PlayStation controller, match made in heaven. That dual sense, yes. Uh, dude, I'm excited. This is way off topic. I'm excited for the new headset. I uh, ordered one. How much are they? Two hundred dollars? One fifty. Oh, that's not bad. No, that extra fifty. Yeah. No, that's not bad. I, no, I love the three D pulse. The other three D pulse, but the the mic sucked on them, and the, this one has like an. I don't know mic. if I'll ever buy another headset after the one I got because I finally found a headset that literally works on all my consoles, and I just that that makes me so happy. I, I, I have. This- I have a Steel Series, but I don't have that one. I have the Nova Pro, is what I have. Yeah, you do. This is the 7P Plus. Those and, are great. Uh, I love it. Yeah, but um, it, it lacks audio wise compared to the 3D 3D Pulse yeah. headset. So that the yeah. fact that this is going to be the 3D Pulse with an actual mic, I'm excited. So can't wait for it to get here. Hopefully on Wednesday. Nice. You ought to uh, you ought to let us know what you think about it. Might do episode. not an unboxing because I'm going to rip that box to shreds and pop that bad boy on, but. <laughs> Well, uh, so do we want to get into? Um... Oh, I forgot we retired the song. No, we did retire the song. Uh, yeah, I was gonna roll out our new. Um, I was gonna roll out this new section I was thinking about, but I think I'll wait till next week for that. Okay. Um, but uh, I would like to get into our. Uh, yeah, I don't think we call we we call it our uh, recommendation well, station. No, our, no, that was Terry's. No, we call it the, our nod of approval. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like tips his hat like so. Um, yeah. But yeah, so uh, you want to get into yours? Because I think I'm going to change mine on the limb. So go ahead. Sure. Yeah. So mine's going to be. So first of all, I will say I ran through a list of all the games I was playing and I left off my uh, as an Xbox exclusive, which is Power World. I did play Power World as well, and it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm not going to dive into that because that's not my nod of approval uh especially on, especially on xbox because it's behind the steam version yeah <laughs> and um, no dedicated servers you don't want that, that. is true uh hell divers 2 um i was just saying that xbox also released their wildly successful you also didn't game. mention the whole petition about this game that you're recommending i th- you're the one that told me about it i didn't know that oh okay well yes yeah. <laughs> so X- xbox fans are actually there's a petition together that they're trying to get sony to bring Helldivers 2 a port to Xbox. It must be that good. It's really good, but they can't handle it. They've hard capped the servers at 500,000 people, I think. And uh there's usually a queue to get on. So wait till the servers get normalized and then Xbox. How many players are in a match? It's just four. It's co-op. Oh, okay. Can you also play by yourself? So if I boot it up, I could play by myself just to try it out. Sure, or but you'd probably get squashed, squished. Oh, no, no bug analogy, no pun needed to say. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but Helldivers 2 is my my nod of approval. I want to say pick of the week so bad. Um, you can. It's fine. I'll it's just a ton of fun. If you have a group of people to play with, it is just, it's excellent. It's got great shooting mechanics, just solid gameplay, and it's hilarious. Uh, yesterday, I'll actually tell you one thing that happened yesterday is um, we, <laughs> so you have these things called stratagems, which are basically like, like uh, uh, just like perks you get like throughout the match. Like they can be like orbital strikes or special weapons you call down or turrets that you call down. But typically wherever you throw them, that's, you'll see a little beam come up and that's where it's going to go. Wild. Yeah. So I had one for like an airstrike. It was napalm, I think is what I had, right? A napalm airstrike. And um, no, I didn't have it. Actually, my friend Connor had it. That's what it was. He had it. And I had this shield backpack. So I had like this, golden orb around my body right and he throws it but he gets like hit or it bounces off of something and it attaches to my shield and it like i'm running but it's like running with me it's like hooked to me so i just get cooked by whatever airstrike you fired down because it was stuck to me and like the scream that i let out was like like i was truly dying 
So it's just a good time. A lot of fun. <laughs> Sounds great, man. Sounds it, real nice. It honestly is. I highly recommend it. Uh, but yeah, what's yours? Uh, so I was going to say Mass Effect Legendary Edition, but that's such an old, it's such an old game. I don't know if anybody's really going to go back and play it, but if you haven't played it, I would definitely recommend it just because it was quite the journey. Um, but honestly, I was going to say my new glasses that I'm wearing, uh, cause I got the new, um, the new meta, meta Ray-Ban glasses. Meta. Yeah. Oh, they just made noise. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, so I got the new Meta um, Ray-Bans that have the cameras built in. They have speakers and a microphone and also have uh, assistant built in that also has AI um, built in. I also just got into the beta for um, the new uh, multimodal um, ability built in that you can say, hey, Meta, what am I looking at? And it'll use your glasses and describe to you in detail what it is you're looking at. So if you're at a museum or if you're uh, looking at a plant, it'll tell you the plant. It'll even tell you like how to uh, treat that plant, whether it's to direct sunlight, water, not very often, things like that. So it's just been a really cool piece of tech that I didn't really think I was going to enjoy as much as I have. Um, I was also really surprised by how well the speakers actually work down into my ears you know the the sound quality but also the fact that i could be listening to music and even if you're sitting like right across from me you can't hear what i'm listening to or even hear that i'm playing anything unless it's like obviously like on full blast but yeah. um it's been really cool and it comes with like a little charging case it's kind of like your airpods in the sense that like once you drop them in there uh they just charge they just charge back up so you can get like 38 hours in addition to like what they already have in them um so it's been it's been really cool. Just a piece of tech. I don't get to I don't pick tech very often for my recommendations. So I wanted to pick these. So yeah, that's cool. That's man. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you charge the case specifically? Do you actually charge yeah. the glasses or so, is it like the so, AirPods? Okay. Yeah. So you have a USB C. So the case itself actually has its own battery. So if you're traveling, for instance, you're not going to be you know plugging this in. You just drop your glasses back into the case. It'll charge them back up. I think you can okay. get. You can get an additional 38 hours with between the case, like recharging them up. Essentially, you'll get 38 hours. How long does the battery last on the glasses themselves? Um, if you're using the Hey Meta feature where it's listening and you can just constantly just say Hey Meta, it's like it's like four to six. But if you're if you disable that and you just touch and hold when you want to enable it, then I think you get closer to uh, between like eight to nine hours. Okay. Not bad. Yeah. But it's even got a dedicated shutter button here so you can like like tap and take a picture as you see it like lights up to let you know you're taking a picture or you can tap and hold to record a video. I assume but, it's synced to your phone, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but what's cool about it is like you can go live on these. So maybe what I'll try to do sometime when we're recording an episode, I'll choose to go live on my glasses so they can see what I see. Okay. Uh, but what's cool is like you get to see photos and videos with your hands in it, which I know sound weird, but like if you think about like moments where like you're playing with your animal or whatever, just things that like you don't think about seeing in a first person view, it's kind of wild. Yeah, that's so, cool. Yeah. So, so pretty, pretty neat pick. And what's funny is like if you have health insurance, like these are technically, if you have prescription glasses, all the same stuff that your uh, healthcare would normally provide. Like I think I end up paying an extra 30 to $50 more than I would have paid for normal glasses that I want to buy. That's cool. So, and these are the transitions. So they also will transition like outside in the sun. So I can use the sunglasses as well. So, right. but yeah, that's Very my, cool. that's my pick. I, I just wanted to to pick some tech for a change instead of a video game or a TV show or a movie, but I'll have a video game next week for sure. Which one? No, no, it's no spoilers. <laughs> no, no, not going to tell you. Uh, as soon as I hang up here, I'm going to go play final fantasy 14. I'll tell you that. Oh Yeah. All right. Well, um, be sure to like the show, review it, subscribe, leave us five stars, right? And share us with a friend. Yeah, share us with your friends. Pass us around like you did in the basement back in high school. Slut us out. That's what I heard. I talking about like weed or something, but okay. Oh, okay. Like that <laughs> 70s show. Gotcha. Says, so, so, you know, me who's never done that because I'm lame. Um, all right. Uh, but yeah, like, subscribe, share. Uh, leave us a review. This episode will be up on YouTube as well. Uh, like Travis said earlier, we're not going to go live for a little bit. We're going to get our footing back uh, and kind of just get used to doing this again. Then maybe we'll go live again. Yes, sir. All right. Anything you want to add? Nope. That's all. We'll see you. The, we'll see you next, next week. We'll be next here. Next week. Bye. Bye.